Hello and welcome to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. Getting into today's top stories, a Chamber of Commerce event on Tuesday, November 1st, offers Washington area constituents a chance to meet their candidates for state and local races. The two-part event starts at 4 p.m. at Lebowski's in Washington. Part one is a candidate forum, as the Chamber has hosted it many times before. State Senate District 46 candidates Don Driscoll and Kevin Kinney will join State House District 92 candidates Heather Hora and Eileen Barron, and they will be answering questions in front of an audience. The first 30 minutes of that forum will focus on broad questions disclosed to the candidates in advance. The remainder of the hour will use questions submitted by community members without extra prep time for the office runners. Following the traditional forum at 5 p.m., voters will have a chance to talk with candidates more personally during a social mixer at the same venue. Redlinger said anyone with a name on the November 8th ballot in contested elections or otherwise would be introduced, provided name tags, and then set loose for casual conversations among chips and drinks. The Southeast Iowa Union's Washington Live Facebook page, where you may be watching this, and the KCII radio will broadcast the event live and record it for later viewing. Redlinger encouraged community members to attend or tune in, whatever their level of political engagement. Five schools in the Mount Pleasant Community School District will host book fairs during Parent-Teacher Conference Week, and the community is invited. According to Mount Pleasant Middle School Media Center librarian Lisa Carrasco, the district has a goal to purchase 2,000 nonfiction books at the fair, and community participation and donations could make an impact on reaching that goal. Harlan Elementary School's book fair begins at 8.30 uh, a.m. daily and will end on October 31st and Tuesday, November 1st at, 1 at 3 p.m. And on Wednesday, November 2nd, it will end at 6 p.m., on November 3rd at 8 p.m., and on Friday, November 4th at noon. Salem, Van Allen, and Lincoln Elementary Schools uh, book fairs are open Thursdays, November 3rd, 2 to 8 p.m., and Friday, November 4th, 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. Mount Pleasant Middle School's book fair hours are the same as Salem, Van Allen, and Lincoln. In the past, Scholastic book fairs were only available in person or through the colorful order catalogs sent home in backpacks. They have expanded significantly since today's parents were in school. Now the book fairs are also easily accessible online at bookfairs.scholastic.com. With the shop online option, shoppers can enjoy an expanded selection and book only, order, book only orders over $25 can ship home for free. All sales at the Scholastic Book Fair will generate 25% donation from Scholastic and rewards to the schools when you shop online during the fair. Family Dental Health Services will host a ribbon-cutting ceremony Monday, October 31st at 9 a.m. to celebrate their new location in Mount Pleasant. Previously located in the hospital, Family Dental is excited to be in their own office building located at 500 South Grand Avenue in Mount Pleasant. Over the summer, the dental office began work constructing a brand new office, and they are now ready to share all their hard work with the community. We're going to take a brief break, and when we come back, we will have the weather and sports. Since 1905, Kelowna Cooperative Technology Company has helped our community stay connected with the latest advancements in clear, dependable telecommunications services. KCTC provides rural Iowans with access to high-speed fiber internet, as well as phone, television, computer repair, and cybersecurity solutions. We're also proud supporters of local organizations and area schools within the community. KCTC, keeping Kelowna connected.
Federation Bank is a locally owned bank providing award-winning customer service. We believe that we are more than just a federation of banks, but a federation of communities serving Brighton, Richland, Wellman, and Washington, Iowa. Federation Bank's highly skilled staff is here to make sure you are able to accomplish your personal and professional goals, whatever they may be. Federation Bank, your family bank. Welcome back to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. We have the weather coming up, but first, obituaries. F. James Rich of Washington passed away on October 27th at the age of 92. Jones and Eden Funeral Home is in charge of the arrangements. James Randall Judy of Weaver passed away on October 25th at the age of 72. Funeral Mass will be held at 11 a.m. on October 31st at St. Mary's Joseph Church. Esther M. Lichty of Wayland passed away on October 26th at the age of 94. A memorial service will be held at 11 a.m. November 5th at Iker Mennonite Church in Wayland. Beatty Funeral Home is in charge of the arrangements. Michael R. Gessling of Eldridge passed away on October 16th at the age of 54. Visitation will be held from 4 to 7 p.m. today at Cornerstone Baptist Church in Eldridge. Chambers Funeral Home is in charge of the arrangements. Iris Strait Lion of Fairfield passed away on October 26th at the age of 97. Service will be held at 11 a.m. October 31st at Benner Funeral Home. Peter J. Halla of Mount Pleasant passed away on October 25th at the age of 53. Graveside services will be held at 10 a.m. October 29th at Salem Eastside Cemetery. Murphy Funeral Home is in charge of the arrangements. Those obituaries, it is now time for the weather. The weather is brought to you by Jacqueline Ariola LLC. Come visit Jackie in her new location downtown. She is ready to serve Washington and the surrounding community. Today, the weather has been great with sunny skies and a high of 62. Looking at the weekend, Saturday, it will be 65 and mostly sunny. And on Sunday, unfortunately, it won't be as nice with a high of 62 and cloudy skies. We will start our work week with a high of 66 and partly cloudy skies. And the weather we have today will make a return next Tuesday with a high of 71 and clear skies. Earlier in the week, I told you about a local volleyball team that was just one win away from the state tournament. Tune in after this break to find out if they made it. Hospice isn't a place. It's a type of care that focuses on living. Servicing a seven-county area, the Hospice of Washington County staff of nurses, social work, hospice aides, spiritual and grief support, volunteers, music and massage therapists are able to provide free end-of-life care where the patient lives. We write wills, give consent for organ donation, but rarely is there a plan for what we would want the final phase of our lives. At Hospice of Washington County, we encourage our patients to be in charge of their healthcare decisions while maintaining quality of life. At the Capper Auto Group, we put our customers' needs first and understand that everyone is as different as the vehicle they select. We offer new Ford, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Jeep, Chrysler, Dodge, and Ram vehicles in a friendly environment that puts you in the driver's seat. When it comes to service, we maintain factory-trained technicians and competitive pricing. The Capper Auto Group still believes that service after the sale provides the best customer experience. Come see the Capper experience for yourself. Hello and welcome back to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. It is now time for sports. Brought to you by Fairway. 
New London Volleyball has been playing some of its best volleyball this postseason, with just one win standing in the way of that dream becoming a reality. The number 12 Tigers came ready to play Wednesday night against the number one rated Springville Orioles. Unfortunately for New London, maybe it wasn't meant to be. After stunting the Orioles in the first two sets, 29-27 and 25-23, Springville answered back with three straight, 25-20, 25-21, and 16-14 to steal the Tigers' ticket to state. With the loss, New London ends its season at 28-10. Waco has been as dominant as they come on the football field this season. The number two Warriors, who are 10-0 on the season, have been near the top of the eight-player rankings all season long and have been one of the favorites to, com to compete for a state title. Waco's quest for the state tournament will continue on Friday with a matchup against Central City Wildcats, who are 8-1 on the year. Thus far, Waco has yet to be tested as they have handled every opponent. The Warriors come into the second round contest off a blistering victory over Martinsdale St. Mary's in the first round, 57-14. They will look to do the same on Friday night at home. The two teams are set to square off at 7 p.m. in Wayland. That was the news for Southeast Iowa. I've been your host, Nick Steffens. This is the Southeast Iowa Union News Break, and I'll see you next time.